Hello, everyone. This is the On The Rise Show, episode 48. I am Mr. McGuire, alongside Miss Alicia Loray. Alicia, how are you? I'm doing great, Molly. How are you doing? I'm doing awesome, too. Thank you. So today we're going to talk about being different. So um, we did a public, we did a collaboration, and I'm, with me, I mean um, the On The Rise publication and Struggling Forward, the other publication. We did a collaboration. So you and um, and Tim Reddick both uh, wrote a story on being different or um, following your own course. We will all we will talk about your uh, story in a second. But first, let's talk about uh, Tim's post. Um, the title is "Your Path Is Yours Alone," and for the people who want to read it, it's on struggling forward. So, uh, Alicia, what did you think about the the public this story? Yeah, I really enjoyed Tim's story. He's done some similar things to me in terms of travel. He's done a lot more extensive travel than I have. I love the first line of his post where it says, why the last thing you should do is to follow your peers. And that's the way I felt all my life, even throughout elementary, middle and high school. Like I was always just going the other direction. I wasn't really concerned what other people were doing, unless it was something that like benefited me or something that I was interested in. I just was not like moved in by peer pressure or anything like that. So I liked how he said that. Um, and he had a lot of interesting other points about traveling and just like how he feels, you know, in terms of following his own path. Yeah. Um, the first thing that uh, drew my attention <clears throat> was um, how he lived in, in Indonesia. So that was his first, let's say, foreign culture his first uh, experience living in a foreign country and uh, he never came back to uh, his country so he's from germany uh, he never mm-hmm. came and never went back there so he all he ever did was like experience in other cultures um yeah and that's something that attracts me and scares me both i mean like i've only been living in the same culture for the for this my life so i'm like and i'm attracted to other cultures but in the same way i'm also a little bit uh, fearful. <laughs> so mm-hmm. what do you think about that? Yeah, I mean, I definitely think fear is normal because I think we get used to what we know and then not knowing something is kind of like a big deal. It can be a big deal, like not knowing what's going to be the outcome. Is it going to be bad? Is it going to be good? And it doesn't feel secure. So I get like, you know, why people are scared. I think I felt nervous before I traveled abroad, but like I just loved the idea of it so much that it far like outweighed any feelings that I had regarding it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And so uh, what Tim says, like if you've been to a lot of different cultures, you start seeing the different cultures as a little bit of the same, like they're different, but in the core, they're all the same. That's mm-hmm. uh, beautiful, right? Yeah. And that's how I felt too. Like, everywhere i think in the world like they obviously have their unique your unique nuances and things like that but at the core we're all humans and and we have that sameness as well Mm -hmm. yeah that's that's i believe that too so and the second part of his story is like uh, about overlapping interests so what he's trying to do is first of all he had the problem of like making money out of his um law for traveling so what he did was like doing whatever interests him and uh, he, I mean, he did a lot of things. And then his theory is like the, the thing that overlaps all those things is who you are. And that's something nobody else can can uh, can copy, let's say, in a way. In a way, there are no competitors because the only, you are the only person who has those uh, specific overlapping. Uh, what do you think about that? 
you're saying when he was saying like his like you're the you're unique because you're the only one that has your interests yeah okay because yeah i mean go ahead you have been thinking about that too a lot right what is my niche uh where where do i want to write about but like he goes out the other way he just says like you know what i'm interested in this this and this and what overlaps those and and he starts writing about the, the overlap because nobody else can do that oh i see what you're saying yeah that's true i mean that's an interesting way to go about it too yeah, it's so like instance, I, mm -hmm, go ahead yeah, yeah. so for instance that's that's what I'm, I'm i'm in a way i mean i didn't even know what i was doing so tim uh put it here beautifully i was doing it looking into bitcoin i'm looking into real estate i'm looking into uh computers uh uh, uh computer um science i'm looking into um, uh, um social media i'm looking into writing i'm looking into podcasting but i didn't know or i I don't, I didn't know what was going to happen, but then I realized, you know what, there nothing needs to happen because like I'm the, the overlap of all those things. Nobody else can copy me there. Oh, I see what you're saying. Yeah, that's really cool. That's a really cool idea. Cause I mean, I'm not sure if I've done it exactly like that. Like I knew I liked writing, I like photography, I like travel. And I don't necessarily talk about like the photography aspect because it's just not something I'm interested in writing about, but I definitely wrote about my experience abroad and it ties into my writing but yeah i can definitely see where where he would be doing that yeah because you talked in the past about maybe doing some kind of travel document documentary and that would tie in all those interests again together right would yeah. be, you need to have your photography your writing your all those skills you have all those different interests you have you would tie them all together in one activity so yeah. yeah. And that's the, that's the ultimate goal too. Like travel is a difficult one. Like if it's your passion, because travel is, I'm not going to say it's expensive, but like you need um, money if you're going to be doing that all the time. Like it's, you know, especially with kids, it's going to be a little more pricey than staying in one location. Um, if you're single or, and you don't have kids and whatnot, it's kind of easy to stay in hostels. There's other ways you can travel on a budget. Um, so it's, I think it's a little bit easier that way to explore mm -hmm. and then also be able to make maybe an income out of it. But yeah, I mean, hopefully I get there in the future. I'm sure I will. Mm -hmm. Yeah. That's, it's nice. Nice way of like what Tim did is a nice way of solving a problem, right? He, he loved to travel, but traveling costs money. So he looked at it like, what can I do? Can I do something that is going to, to make me money while I travel? So that's, that's uh, great to, to, to read about. Uh -huh. So the next thing he's about, um, the constant discovery so yeah that's i think um that's something we all have to, to do like if you follow your own path you're always going to end up in situations that nobody else has ever been there so you always have to figure out things for yourself right yeah for sure that's something we all we all all high achievers probably have to do like if you have if you do something and like the answer to your problem is just Googling on Google, then you're not doing something hard enough, right? Because everybody can Google things on Google and, and figure it out. So you need to do something. That, yeah. Yeah, that's true. I'm trying to think like the past couple of weeks, I was like looking up something and there wasn't a lot of answers on Google. So yes, that's, hard, that's the hardest thing when you actually have to figure it out from scratch because like limited people yes. have done it before. And it's also fun because like the moment you start that's that's when you know you're doing something really great if the moment you start googling things and there's no single single reply nothing ever comes back you're like what Have, has nobody ever asked that but like 
that's that's what that when you know you're doing something that's not not that uh, easy, right? Yeah, you're not living the normal life at that point. <laughs> yeah, then you're like okay, need to. But I mean, I've, I've, I think I think we did that yesterday or the day before. We were googling something and, and no nothing came up. So you know, then are first of all you think like are we normal or you know what I mean? But uh, yeah, it's just. That's what happens. Like Google is great for like the basic things, but uh, the moment you start going complex or it starts getting complicated or you're thinking about individual problems, you, you can't figure it out on Google. Yeah. Um, yeah, I, I like his post. So um, Tim comes to the conclusion that, you know what, you have to do the things you only, only you can do. And uh, I would totally agree with that, right? Yeah, I mean, that's the best way to, to go about it. Do things that you're passionate about and do things that you're best at. Mm -hmm. And in the end, like uh, I know all people will, will come up with the idea like, yeah, but how is that going to make money? But like if you do what only you can do, if you solve problems that only you can solve, in the end, inevitably people will throw money at you because like if it's a problem that's big enough and you're the only one to solve it, they are going to need you and they are not even going to bargain, right? They're going to pay what you want. So um, that's a... I mean, yeah, that's, that's uh, there's some solid, solid pointers in this in this piece. Yeah. Um, and, mm -hmm. So, yeah, go ahead. No, I was just gonna say how I liked how he also input that people are going to think you're crazy as well. Like when you're going off and doing things that are unique to you, like no one's used to that, and they're going to question you and think you're crazy. Tell you you should get a proper job, and that's all things that have happened to me as well in the past. Yeah, but that's the thing that I don't realize is why people still think it's crazy to do something special. Because like, if you see, I mean, by now we should have enough examples of people doing crazy stuff and it working out, right? And even like, yeah. um, if even, I mean, that's something I always uh, talk about is like every person in itself is in way, one way or, or shape or form crazy, right? Nobody is, is normal. Nobody is average. At one point, you have to do something crazy. So like I could talk to a normal person, like being a, an accountant or something and like being obviously normal, like straight and whatever. Uh, and I would talk like for five minutes and he would come up with like, yeah, this is my hobby. I look, I do Ikebanaos or some, something like that. You know, I mean something that nobody does. And then you think like nobody is normal. Everybody has like that one thing that nobody else does. So in a way, why are we like still judging people on like, doing something crazy because in a way crazy doesn't really exist right i mean it's just something that you never heard of or that doesn't make sense to you but that's it basically yeah yeah and i mean they say insanity is doing the same thing over and over again expecting the same results which i mean a lot of people are just unhappy with their life and um doing the same jobs and the same thing every day they wonder why they're unhappy and that's insanity and that's what crazy yeah. is so, i mean you have to do what you have to live but um, you yeah. gotta look at yourself. Yeah, so I, I now have an idea for like a, a documentary or like a YouTube video series. It's just you go out on the street to random people and you start asking them questions until you find something that is strange. And I think I bet you it wouldn't even take you ten minutes to find something that you're saying like, okay, this is crazy. A random yeah. people, random person on the street, and uh, like you can even try to, to go to the most boring looking person and just start asking questions. And I bet you something will come up that is crazy. So I, I don't get why our society is still so focused on like being in, being normal, like fitting in the box because nobody really does. Yeah. And in some way. Or other. Mm -hmm. 
Yeah, and that's that's why society works. That's why complex problems are getting solved because there's always one person that has that unique perspective to solve the the, the problem. All right. But anyway, this is a, a little rant, a mid rant, let's say. So, uh, do you have more to add on this uh, to this story about uh, from Tim? Uh, no, I don't think there's anything on this one. I'm just looking at his questions on the end. It's a great one, right? I mean, it's yeah. It's, yeah. The first, I mean, I probably shouldn't say this, but it's the first thing that I've ever, that I really read, uh, read from Tim. I mean, I've read things before, but this is the first uh, thing that I was invested in, let's say. And uh, yeah, I like his style. He's really, yeah, he can, he makes, he writes very clearly. Yeah, he does. I really like this post. Yeah. So let's go, let's move over to your post then, right? So it's the same theme. That's what the, that's the, that's what is, that's what the collaboration is all about. We're, you're, they're like two writers from uh, the public, from each publication writing about the same theme. So you were tasked with writing also about being different and following your own path. So, um, and that resulted in the piece, why being different has been the best thing in life. So mm -hmm. people who haven't read it should, should definitely check it out. So can you comment a little bit more about it? Yeah, I mean, my post was basically just about like all the different things that I've done over the past couple of years after I decided to follow my own path and how it's just really made me into the person I am today. Some of the best decisions I've made have been results of doing something that's other than the norm. Mm -hmm. So that's what I'm really writing about here. So let, let's, flip, let's flip it for a second. So um, you're also doing different things like Tim, mm -hmm. but is there some things that you think like, yeah, in this, in this uh, respect, I'm totally normal. Like there's some things that come up that you say, yeah, okay, this is, I have to admit, this is normal. Or are, do you think like you're, you're, you're uh, special in every possible way? It's not that I think I'm like this super like special person. I just don't think I'm normal. <laughs> like, I'm not like a crazy person, but like when I think of myself, my, I don't know. I'm sure there's something. I just can't, I don't have anything off the top of my head right now. Yeah. I'm, I'm trying to, I'm trying to answer that question too. Like if there's something that I'm like, yeah, I, I, I know something like for instance, um soccer like i'm 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 not i'm not an, an avid fan but like if if my national team is doing well I, I i like to watch too so i think in that in that respect i may be normal but i wouldn't drink so i don't drink i don't That's drink. yeah like i watch like movies sometimes i go to the movie theater <laughs> so yeah. That's what, yeah. See, there's always one, right? I mean, we have to flip it. For other people, you have to ask, like, what is special? But for us, we have to ask what is normal. <laughs> so, uh, yeah. Um, so having said that, um, do you want to talk a little bit more about the, home, the homeschooling um, thing? Sure. So, like, when I first decided to homeschool my son, it was after I was frustrated with, you know, school and just the education program in general. And I decided to pull him out the summer after his second grade year. And I didn't tell my family and everything until the end of that summer. And when I did, everyone was like, that's ridiculous. How is he going to have friends? How is he going to be properly educated? And I mean, it was just like, they were, they were asking like generic questions that people would ask, but I don't think people think about the questions they ask sometimes, like, what do you think people were doing before they went to schools? Do you think they grew up stupid? <laughs> like, people 
there's other ways to learn. So I think just thinking in the box is a problem sometimes. Like you have to think outside the box and realize that anything is possible. So I proceeded to homeschool him and it went really well. And everyone now is like on the other side of the fence. They're like, oh, homeschool is this really great thing. We think more people should homeschool. So like sometimes you just step outside and not worry about what other people are thinking. Just worry about what's right for you in your life. And then sometimes people will come along, not that it matters or not, you know, as long as you're doing what's right for you. But oftentimes people will come along and, and support you after the fact. Mm. Were there times like when you were in the middle of doing it that you were like sick and guessing yourself or? No. <laughs> okay. That's, that's great because like, uh, I mean, like suppose you were doing this and nobody liked the idea and then there's some kind of small like glimpse or a lapse or something that like people were like, yeah, I told you so. And it would be hard <laughs> to keep up that momentum, right? But like, it's great. Yeah. Just step, step to your guns. Um, yeah, I think for like the bigger decisions, I'm quite, I'm more careful like about like um, being so gung-ho about them. So I have to be like quite sure if I'm going to make like a big leap, like such as Costa Rica or homeschooling or something, because I'm not going to come back and be like, everyone's like, oh, I told you so. And, you know, obviously I'm wrong, you know, in life plenty of times, but um, I try to make sure that the big decisions that I know for sure, this is what I want to do. Yeah, that's, that's, that's beautiful. Um I feel like, first of all, I'm, I'm, I don't have kids. So the homeschooling thing is something like far from my bed, right? But uh, there are issues that I bring up sometimes to friends and families. And it's funny with the same standardized answers. Like they all have the same book that they use there. You know what I mean? Like if you talk about real estate investing, they're always the same answers. If you talk about yeah. uh, democracy, it's always the same answers coming back. If you talk about like the university, it's always, you know what I mean? It's like they have the same, uh, the same agenda and they're just like pitching their ideas. And like the moment you start picking through that, they're like, uh, yeah, you know what I mean? Like, and then it's to the point that they're like, yeah, it's, it's your, it's your opinion. It's my opinion versus your opinion. But it's funny how they mm -hmm. always like their, their thinking is just like outsourced to like, uh, propaganda to media, to, you know, to the state. It's funny. They don't think to themselves, they don't think to themselves because everybody has the same uh, bullet points. Yeah, that's, that's exactly it. Like you said, they outsource their thinking because everyone has those generic answers because they got them from some, they got them from somewhere else other than their own mind. And that's a problem. Yeah. And, and the moment you start challenge them, it's not like they, they don't start to think about it. Right. That's, that's not, yeah. I mean, I would, I would think like, okay, uh, if that, if, if, if that random dude just blows away my arguments, those so, uh, so easy, so effortlessly, <laughs> I should probably rethink it, but they don't do that. They're like, yeah, yeah, but whatever. You know, I mean, they they decide they, they just decided to go all in like years ago, and and they just they just are. Nothing right. is going to change their mind anymore. Yeah, you know what? I'm sure I do have my own preconceived notions as well. That I'm sure, like sometimes I'm outsourcing my thinking. The only thing is that if I start to get into like a discussion or something with somebody, um, like I will either think during the discussion or afterwards, like, what am I even saying? Like, is this something that I came to conclusion? Oh, no, I'm just like regurgitating information I found on the internet. So mm -hmm. like sometimes I have to examine even what I'm thinking or what I'm saying. Yeah. I like what you wrote a couple of days ago. Um, the strong convictions weekly held, right? That's, that's basically a, a nice way to, not box yourself into a corner you can be you can be vivid and like uh, a, a strong advocate of of a, of an of what you think 
But mm-hmm. the moment you feel like there's something wrong, you should also be able to just throw it away and start something else. And most, people, go. Yeah, mm-hmm. most people have the opposite. They have like weak convictions, strongly held. So that's like, <laughs> we talk about like, no, about the education system, about yeah. democracy, it's like weak convictions. They don't mm-hmm. believe it, but they keep it so strongly that nothing is going to, to change it. So it's, yeah. it's a pity in a that's way, true. right? That's true. Yeah, <laughs> so funny. So you, um, in the second part of the, the piece, you talk about the masterpiece system. So we talked about it before. Um, it's an amazing book, by the way. And mm-hmm. how you decided to, yeah, to, yeah, what did you decide? <laughs> well, okay, so I had a summer where I had read the Master Key System and I started thinking about meditation and visualization through just like a series of things I was watching and reading. And I tried it out. So I was doing that every day for like 90 days, maybe four months. And like, I felt so much better. It was the happiest I had ever been in my life. The happiest I had ever been for like a consistent period of time. Um, so like every day was great, even though I had issues along the way, like those days were still great as well. And at the end, um, or during this time period, I had told my mom, who was like a super religious Christian about what I was doing with the vision board and the meditation. And she basically thought I was like this lost soul that needed to be saved, you know, <laughs> by religion. And she didn't, she could not get on board with that. So, but you know, she, um, later on, like this year, the church had a retreat where they gave all the women or had all the women make their own vision boards. And she came home and then she was excited, like, oh, I made a vision board. Since the church said it's okay, now it's okay. It was kind of funny. I was like, really? But, um, you know, it's just interesting how people develop their beliefs. Yeah. Well, I mean, like, a lot of it is just uh, labeling it different, right? I mean, like, the master key system, in a way, is a, a very religious book. Even if you're atheist or, like, agnostic, it's, it's religious, but... Uh, it's labeling everything different and some people can't handle that i think mm-hmm. yeah that's what it is the labels that's what bothers people like if you call the vision boards if you call that like i don't know i can't think that i can't do this on the spot but you could call that my, my purpose plan or something <laughs> yeah like that. And, and and or call it like the god's god's board or something like that or like you know what i mean like the god's will or something like that and or like with god's vision i mean could call it like that and, and Christians would never, never have a problem with it. It's like, oh, yeah, that's, that's cool. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, yeah it's, it's labeling sometimes. But uh, first of all, it's amazing that, that, they, that they did that, I mean, in the church. So I know. Uh, I was really surprised. I was like, okay, well, my best, that's good. So I'm like, I'm not mad at that. <laughs> it makes me wonder what did them, what, what, what made them decide to do that, by the way. I don't know. I just think things are trends. Like, I tend to... I don't do things because they're trends. Like sometimes maybe I'll do it, but it's not because it's a trend. And I think a lot of people don't warm up to something until it's a trend. Mm-hmm. And that's why yeah. okay with them, even though they may have been totally against them, against it before. Totally the same in a way, because like, I, I mean, I don't want to brag, but like, I don't follow trends, but in a way I sometimes like instigate them. Like I stopped drinking alcohol and now like it's getting a little bit trendy to not drink alcohol. And now people are like, the same ones who didn't understand why I was, why I was doing it are like, yeah, that's cool. And I'm doing it now too. And you know what I mean? And they're like now acting like I was, you know what, you know what I mean? I, I didn't instigate that trend. I just did that for my own purpose away from the crowd. And now people are like, it's getting, getting hip here in, in, uh, in Europe and also live in the state, like no alcohol and like all those <laughs> things. 
and it's funny like bitcoin is the same there's so many trends that are, that now are like hip are happening and i did i did that like two three years ago and now people are coming to me and they I, and sometimes they even forget that i was first they're like oh yeah you you you've come you jumped on the train too and i'm like dude i was there three years ago <laughs> you know what I mean? so funny like uh like you said there's some things come in trends so for instance meditation is a trend that's coming up visualization like I think something of the masterpiece, like the secret is coming, is, is also a bit that, right? Yeah, and yeah, it's crazy because these things are ages old. Like I said, quote unquote new. Like I said, the that's the thing with being different. You're often one of the few to try something quote unquote new because there's nothing new under the sun. It's not really new. It's been around for ages. It's just when it becomes a trend that everyone's like, oh, maybe that's okay. Maybe it's not really magic or maybe it's not bad. I'll try it now. And like you, you just have to do things because they feel right to you, not just because everyone else is saying that's okay. And I still think meditation and visualization is good, but a lot of times when people have the herd mentality, it's not even the right thing that they're doing. In this case, yes. it's something positive, but yeah, a lot of times it's not. I have to admit though, I mean, I changed my opinion about herd behavior a little bit. Like, first of all, I'm still the contrarian, right? I wouldn't, I wouldn't uh, want to call dead in the herd. But of course, herd behavior is very powerful. Like that mm -hmm. momentum that that creates. Like we're talking about trends now. Like your six-year-old mom, I, I don't know her age, but like she's doing the vision boards. That's how powerful that is. So if you can, if you can position yourself right and profit off, or don't mean profit, but like get, uh, you know, flow with that uh, or swim with that trend, like surf on a trend, that's very mm -hmm. powerful. So yeah. now I'm not... First of all, I, I'm not against trends anymore per se because they're going to happen anyway. So if they happen, I'd rather have be on the right side of the trend. You know what I mean? The trend is your friend anyway. Exactly. So I don't want to follow others, but like if others get captivated by trends that turns me into a profit, that's how, that's okay with me. Mm -hmm. Like yeah, for business, it's very important to to know about trends. Yeah, but I mean, we talked about it before. Um, like if you want to start a business. Or you're too, or you're too late, or you're too soon. But that's it, both things are are not good enough, right? Right. Both, both things uh, end up in like a, a business that fails. So the only timing is the right timing. So that means probably being a little bit too soon. But anyway, you have to follow the trend. I mean, it's like it's like um, doing a business, for instance, uh, like Uber in 2000 or Uber in, in 94 or something like that wouldn't work because nobody has like you know, a smartphone you know what i mean that's the trend is more more important more important than you think and i used to think like in the past i was like yeah you know what i don't like the herd and i'm just going to do that thing on my own but now i'm like you know what this could be something big yeah it depends what it is for me as well like i don't like the herd when it comes to the media how everyone just believes everything they hear and I'm like, oh, I totally accept that. And like you said, outsourcing their thinking. But when it comes to positive things, like maybe people are medit doing meditation more or visualization or affirmations, things like uh, that are having a positive impact on society, that's great. And I'm all for the trends. I mean, somehow or other, someone still manages to come in there, corrupt it a little bit. But, you know, as long as you're trying to do it um, for yourself, you should be okay. Mm -hmm. Yeah, that's, that's interesting what you're saying now, because like, in meditation, the meditation space, for the moment, there are a lot of <clears throat> scammers and like, you know what I mean? Like meditation is also something that is ages old, like thousands and thousands of years old. 
But now there's suddenly some guys come up with like, uh, you know what, 10-minute meditation, 5-minute meditation, like, uh, you know, I mean, sauna meditation, meditation for rock climbers, meditation, I mean, like, right. some of them are good. Some products are really good, but some people are just scamming it. <laughs> you know what I mean? Just sit down and <laughs> be quiet for 30 minutes. Yeah, it's like... That's funny, but that, it's funny that you say that now. I mean, we should probably close. I'll close after this. Um, there are a lot of people who ask me on my on my on my on my stories like, how do I meditate? Because I talk a lot about meditate meditation, and I just state them what I do, and none of those people are are satisfied because it's too simple. They're like, okay, you know what I mean? They just don't buy it. I say like, yeah, just sit down and and count to ten, and they're like, how oh, much? <laughs> you know what I mean? It's too simple. It would never, never, never. You could never sell that. People wouldn't buy. It, wouldn't wouldn't give money for it because it's too simple. And that's some, that's sometimes a shame. The simple things are the ones that work. The people think it's too simple and it would work. So yeah, you're right. Mm-hmm. But anyway, do you have something more to add to this um, episode? No, I think that was good. Yeah. Um, so yeah, being different. Um, well, first of all, everyone is un- unique, right? Everyone is different. I mean, um, there's no such thing as the norm. So, but <laughs> being different, of course, is um, for most of us, very interesting. And um, thank you very much, uh, Alicia, for writing this. Um, Tim, also, thank you very much for the collaboration. Great post. Um, And to the listeners out there, we'll talk to you tomorrow. Thank you very much. Yes, thanks so much, everyone. Have a great day. Bye. Bye Bye-bye.